Hi, I'm Cassie. And I'm Jake. And this is After the Torch. A survivor podcast that we'll be releasing after each tribal council talking about what went down. Welcome to episode five of After the Torch. I'm Cassie. And I'm Jake. And we've just finished watching episode five and it was pretty great. Pretty good episode. Yeah. It was. Yep. Stuff's starting to happen. Yeah. Heaps of gameplay. People getting really into it. I got to say, it's always a bit of a clue when it's straight into immunity challenge. You know they've got to make lots of time <laughs> no reward yeah it means you're gonna get some real juicy back at camp situations i wonder if on the island they actually had a reward challenge but we just didn't get to see it yeah my, asu- my assumption is no and then they just make the camp they edit the camp super juicy i mean i'm not saying they like make stuff up but how but... do they know it's going to be juicy oh yeah no maybe you're right maybe they do do a reward and we just don't get to see it anyway we'll probably never know yeah Unless we get um, a special guest, just, you know, saying if there's any uh, Survivor people who want to come on our podcast, hit us up. We'll see how that goes, <laughs> Yeah, Jake. we'll see how that call out goes with our uh, 40, uh, 40 subscribers, I think. Thanks, guys. Thanks for subscribing to the podcast, everyone out there who has. All right. So, like always, we're going to talk about our picks. I thought quickly... Picks first. I would gloss over Wendy's pick, Tessa, who I had written off. I thought, oh my gosh, Wendy doesn't know what she's talking about. But honestly, this she's brought it round. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little concerned that us as seasoned Survivor Watchers <laughs> might be beat out by Wendy. Yeah. I and, and like I said yesterday, I think if Tessa if Tessa can get through these tribals, like these next few, and make it to the merge, she is she's good. She seems like a good player, mm. you know, and she's like, she's sort of strong. She's not, she's not the kind of person who's going to really like piss anyone off. I, yeah, yeah. No, loving it. All right. Let's talk about your picks, Jake. Okay. My picks. Jericho. Well, uh, we'll, we'll go, we'll go my sup first. Uh, he's developing some big cookie plans, developed what I'm going to refer to as the cookie alliance. Uh, he's... But he, he, he ate his cookie empire. I mean, yeah, sure. I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, he brought he brought Sarah into the Cookie Alliance, so now we've got uh, Sarah, Luke, Henry, and Jericho uh, pulling that off. End of the Cookie chapter, though. Mm. You're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the end. He gobbled uh, them. He gobbled all his cookies. <laughs> he did. But I gotta say, I think, like, he got quite a lot out of, though, like, just a simple jar of cookies. I feel like if he didn't sit on the beach munging cookies, though, he could have got a lot more mileage out of those cookies. Yeah, you're probably you're probably, you're probably <laughs> right. I mean, I can't talk. I would totally eat all the cookies, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, Judging sure. from the couch here, <laughs> why'd you eat all the cookies? <laughs> but um, I particularly like the final touch of just sprinkling some cookie crumbs on people. <laughs> there is no purpose other than that's hilarious. <laughs> just his own, like gleeful enjoyment and his like smiling face can you help but imagine him as a little like cookie fairy though as he prances around like (laughs) sprinkling his cookie fairy dust on everyone yeah so good yeah so good and um and then you know he sat out at the challenge so um you know didn't participate in the challenge he did a good little dance of support though (laughs) i noticed at one point the camera flashed to him so yeah yeah you know jericho's working on his cookie alliance jared um, again, not sort of like a central figure in the episode, but 
really exciting to see he's part of the alliance that got the blind side. He's in the majority. Love it. And that now, leads... Now they're in the majority with... He, Peter actually did something. It's so, I think I literally wrote Peter did something exclamation mark. <laughs> An exciting time for Cassie on this podcast. I think he had more cutaways in this episode than all of his other ones put together. And you know what? You know, I you gotta love an underdog. I'm kinda glad he totally. jumped ship. I think totally. it was the right point to um oh, switch it up. It was great. Gotta say, good work, Jared. Definitely playing a really good social game. His uh getting Pete on side. Notice that Jared didn't say who to vote for. He got Peter to say who Peter wanted to vote for. It's a subtle, it's a subtle, um, you know, making him feel like he, like, as in Peter, making Peter feel like he thought of it. He made the decision. Yeah, genius. That was, I, loving that, Jared. I do think sometimes people with really subtle games like that sort of get forgotten. You know, they might not necessarily... I mean, I think there's definitely a skill in that, but I think at the end of it, sometimes the Survivor resume might look a bit thin it if take, you play like that. It definitely means in that final tribal, you got to have a good speech. you got to, like, explain yeah. to people. Yeah, definitely. Which has been done. Because, because you yeah. don't have that game that's necessarily everyone's picking up on. But that was a genius move, getting Pete to say... Yeah. Anyway, back to my picks. Mm. Sorry, yeah, hijacked <laughs> it, hijacked it. Just uh-huh. like uh, Jared hijacked Pete's uh, thoughts. Go on. Pete was ready. Pete was he ready. Was. He'd been biding his time. <laughs> he was, he was. Off camera somewhere, um, who knows. Just a little aside, imagine if our picks are the finals. It's almost certainly not going to happen. But imagine. That would be great. Let's hope. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Probably going to be Wendy's pick. God damn it. Um, Lockie, he's, yeah, mm, look, you know, everyone has a turn. Sometimes it's not looking so good for them, but Lockie is on the wrong side of the numbers. A big tough man, which post-merge is never a good sign. And he's the one everyone's actually gunning for. So, look, he might come out of this, but, you know, not looking great for Lockie. But I'm glad Peter jumped ship when he did. I think it was the right move. And I think, I think, I think both of us said during the episode, I think getting rid of Amy was the right move. Keeping Lockie on. Yeah. To kind of keep their numbers up, you know, keep on side and... What, the muscle? Yeah, you know, that he's a sort of good challenge player and I think they made the right move getting rid of Amy rather and sort of keeping, you know, keeping Lockie around for a little bit longer. And, you know, now that now that, that five, um, Jared, Ziggy, AK, Tessa and Peter in the majority. Yep. So. Yep. Which kind of brings me on to... Um something I was thinking about during this episode and I have thought about before and look, Jay, you know, this is a theory I have going. Yeah. So, you know, you might think it's not a good theory. That's <laughs> okay. That's all right. Like you said, we're probably going to have many disagreements. Yeah. In this. So I reckon that if you're on a tribe, like I'm saying this because um, Samatau's doing pretty shit at this point, <laughs> four in a row. Four in a row. Yeah. You Oof. know, it's almost, remember there was that season where, a girl ended up being the only person left. Oh, on her drive. Yeah. She had to spend a night alone before the yeah, merge. Yeah. And then they merged the next day and she was so happy. Yeah, she was, yeah. So yeah, I don't think we're quite there yet, but anyway. No, no, no we're not at that. And that, that, that you know, um, probably isn't a great example of this, but I reckon the tribes that go through that really shitty time pre-merge okay. often do better post-merge. Not always, obviously. So, hang on. So... So the tribes with less numbers do better post-merge? Yeah. I know. Contentious issue. All right, go on. Explain. Give me, give me some more info. Give me some more rationale. Well, when 
they're going through all these tribal councils they're having to re they're having to form alliances and not just the oh shit we're on a beach let's just ha- like you know vote for someone not the freak out alliance not the freak out panic alliance. alliance as we hashtag panic alliance panic alliance so it's not those they've moved beyond the panic alliance and as we saw in this episode tonight they're starting to form real divisions they're, they're starting to form solid or relatively solid fours or fives and then you have the other side who may have only gone to tribal council once or twice they're still kind of clinging on to panic alliances they haven't had the opportunity to test those alliances. So when someone comes in, particularly if they're quite skilled, I think a really good example of this in the American season was the heroes versus villains. I'm pretty sure it was. And Russell Hans came in. I think they had a, a fairly solid minority. Okay. And they just manipulated them. And they just hadn't formed, as in the, the heroes tribe, but in this case, maybe the, the Asaga tribe. Who, who hadn't had many tribals. They haven't had that opportunity to form those really solid alliances as vulnerabilities that a good player can find and bring those couple of people you need in into your fully formed alliance. I, man, okay. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this, is, this is some deep survivor I theory. think about survivor a lot, yeah, obviously. No, I, I, I'm becoming convinced, like... Because, yeah, if you just go in, if you come to the merge, you haven't been to many tribals, you, you're right. Like, you're in the position that that eight were in. Yeah. Where you've got this alliance, it's like, everything's fine, it hasn't been tested, it hasn't really been, like, broken down. Yeah. Whereas those, like, this five, they're tight at that point because they've had to go through a whole bunch of, like, tough situations. Well, especially if they make it through a few more tribals and then yeah. they make it to a merge with that solid five... And someone like AK, who, or and Jared, and Jared, let's be honest, are pretty good at bringing people in. Yeah, like, I almost feel like you're right. Like, in some ways, it might almost be better for, like, the, you know, the five alliance on Samatau to just kind of whittle down the rest of that, that four. Because, you know, that four can then potentially get in on, you know, on some of the other But also, side, if but... say, I mean, this would be a pretty full-on move if someone did it and you'd be looking pretty long-term. But if they sort of, not well, didn't throw challenges, but if they kind of had the intention of keeping on losing to basically exclude a saga from being able to go to tribal to form those proper alliances. I mean, you don't know. Because you might get there and they actually all just happen to get along really well as people and you walk in, you get demolished. Yeah, but yeah. There is the option that you just that they forego that, and I don't think it's that uncommon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, no, that's uh, yeah. I'm 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 into that theory. I cool. I think there's something there. I think yeah, like like we say, like it's not always gonna work. No. but I definitely think I definitely think it, there's something to be said for it. Yeah. Um, a few a few notes I've got. Um, I'm really co- I'm coming around a lot more to AK. Yeah, he really irritated me in that first episode. His, like, a lot, mm. as you probably know, as, <laughs> as you all know, if you've been listening along. But, man, he he is, and he is playing such a better game. Can you see my note like, there? What's that? I actually think AK is really quite a good player. <laughs> and I've got AK, much better gameplay. Like, I think he, he is quite, and you know what? I think a really good example of his, he's good, a good player is they didn't suspect it. Like Lockie, he him totally. going to Lockie and saying, "Oh, this is what so and so," or Jared saying, or whatever. Yeah. Like compare that to Tarzan. Yeah, last yeah, yeah. time oh, he did that much better. He maintained, and even in tribal, he maintained it. Also, another another good another good thing that AK did that I think shows shows that he's good when he had a diary cam and he said, "You know, I saw Jared and Pete going off together, 
And he recognized, like, Jared has a much more subtle way with people, which I think is sometimes needed. And he said, like, specifically, you know, I'm not good at that. And I think knowing, knowing that and being able to, like, you know, use, you know, the people that you're close to and knowing kind of what you can do and what they can do. Yeah, totally. He's so much more self-aware than, he like, probably, that he, first episode. He probably thought about what Peter would respond to better as well, and Jared might have been the better option. So I think he really yeah. did think about that situation. And, oh. and honestly, he's he's impressing me. And, you know, when um, Tara was saying he's dangerous, we need to get him out. I mean, everyone says that about everyone, but I think it's legitimate. I think he is actually a really good and possibly dangerous player for the other people. 100%. Yeah. Um, before we get to Tribal... Mm-hmm. Uh, I like we had our first endurance challenge. Love an endurance challenge. So good. Yep. Pretty so epic. Good. I love <laughs> this, which is becoming a theme in Australian Survivor, the clifftop ocean spray, just totally epic challenge. And you say it's a theme, so but good. I think it's literally the same cliff every yeah. time. I think yeah. they just go back to the same yeah. spot and film all this stuff there because you're like, yeah, this looks cool. It looks so good. Yeah, it does. Like, it's great. Jonathan just yelling wind spraying across his face he's not on the boat chariot though up there which is a bit of a disappointment i do enjoy the boat chariot i also just want to say i accidentally i was re-listening to the episodes yes we listen back to our episodes and laugh at ourselves uh and i noticed i accidentally called jonathan jeff so very sorry uh jonathan but um yeah my bad i'm still gonna call him you jeff i know yeah i know um and one other thing before tribal as well luke he is just having a great time playing Survivor. <laughs> like, no no real semblance that he's actually, like, really got any gameplay. But he's just having a really good time. Yeah, I'll give him that. He's just always laughing hysterically. Yeah. 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 Well, you say he hasn't had any gameplay. Hasn't had the opportunity. Yep. That's true. Yeah. That's true. All right, Tribal. Yeah. What do you reckon, Jake? That was a that was a that was pretty intense. I gotta say, AK and Tessa mm. played that tribal so well. They did. Both of them were so convincing. Yeah. Like Tessa just kind of being like, "Yeah, I'm on the bottom," and um, you know, AK like just sort of saying like the whole time like he didn't wave. He was just like, "Yeah, like we've got an eight. Like I don't. Yeah, sure. Like people might be freaking out, but I don't see a problem." Yeah. Like he was so it was good. good. He. He's a good liar. Yeah. He's a really good liar. He may come round to be the heroic villain that he claimed to be. The heroic villain um, that he did that I he? wanted him to be. Yeah, I mean, he's becoming he's he's becoming more like a Nick from last season. You reckon? Yeah, like I I loved watching Nick play Survivor. Like he was awesome. Mm. And he's becoming more of that type of, you know, like, I think that's what AK, like, wanted to do from the start. But he just, he he didn't realise. He went so hard The initially. fact that he could come back from that, that coming out, that, like, the fact that he salvaged that is pretty, that's crazy. pretty full on. I think his move of giving the idol to Jared was huge. Was it, though? Yes. Because think about it. Jared is fully on his side. That's true. I really think, like, I know... It was, like, dangerous and may have seemed, like, ridiculous, but I actually think it was genius. Yeah, well, you know, there is probably something in that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think we've sort of touched on it that it's essentially we've seen battle lines drawn for this tribe. We've got the five and the four. Yeah. Well, I five mean, and a three. If that now. five can stick it out, they're going to be they're gonna be real powerful. So we've got AK, Ziggy, Jared, Peter, and Tessa mm-hmm. in the five, and now we've got 
well, we had Lockie, Tessa, Amy, and Annalise. Yeah. No so, more Amy. No more Amy. We didn't get enough of the Bogan plumber. She, I think, had a lot of potential. Although, uh, a few brilliant quotes in this final tribal. Yep, yep. Go um, on. It's just how it is, Jono. <laughs> that, that, uh, when she got voted out, spewing. <laughs> And then uh, proceeded with, ah, oh, I've had a ripper of a time. Yep. And uh, in her final diary cam after the torch, uh, oh, just can't wait for a pot and a palmer back at the local. <laughs> Amy, Amy, we missed. She was like, I mean, you know, not a power player. She could have really been, but didn't no, see any moves from her. But she was like, she was great. She was like a, a real fun. She was like. Um, person to have on the island. So um, I think we will miss Amy the Bogan plumber. Yeah, mm. so long the plumber. Yeah. Um, I liked AK's little thumb up to Jonathan as he as he left travel and I Jonathan's have, little smile. I must have stopped watching that. I didn't see it. Oh, I just 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 a little one. And next episode looks kind of intense. Uh, it looks like Luke's drowning. Are you sure? Or was he swimming out to save someone else drowning? Well, I don't know. Jericho, Jericho looked, looked terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and Jericho looked like horrified at it. So I'm going to assume it was Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really hope no one dies on Survivor because then they can't make it anymore. And also someone would have died. That's obviously bad too. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to stop making it if someone died. I mean, sure, someone loses their life, but we'd all lose Survivor. Yeah. So, Survivor, please don't kill anyone, uh, because we don't want you to go off the air. And I think on that note, we should finish <laughs> up, I'm done. Yeah, I think that's everything. Uh, as always, uh, follow along with us on Twitter, uh, at After the Torch. Uh, follow us on Facebook.com slash After the Torch. Uh, and subscribe on iTunes. And subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcast app. And rate and review if you can. That always helps. We'll be back next Sunday. And um, in a few weeks' time, we'll also be releasing episodes for US Survivor. So you'll be getting three a week from us in, in, a, in a couple of weeks. Sounds great to me. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. Welcome to. <laughs> it was too high pitched, wasn't it? Hey! <laughs> Go on.